Yo, 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 you are now tuned in to the Eat Sleep Sixers podcast. You got that right. Sixers win, Sixers win, Sixers win. It wasn't I am pretty, host, but we did it. 215, the sports guy. I got my big guy here, Berg Harrell, SWP. How you feeling, baby? Philly. I missed the first half, but the second half was exciting, man. Some of them, they ain't always going to be pretty. We got a saying we always say ugly but fair. Fast. They tried to get us. The ref tried to get us at the end. Tobias put in work. I take it. I mean, the refs tried to get us quite a few times in this game. Yeah. Uh, you seen uh, Nick Nurse with his Michael Jordan crying face emoji like last year, all game whining to the refs, man. But uh, great game, man. Great team win. Great team effort. It seemed like uh, – Every player had their piece in this game, even P.J. Yeah. Tucker with his solid defense at sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, solid game, man. I want to read off solid some game. stats if you don't mind, my brother. If you don't mind. Get Joe OMB with a double-double, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Tobias Harris with a solid 21 points, 4 rebounds. Solid game by him, Mr. Consistent. James Harden, 14 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. He threatened with a triple-double. Daniel House. Daniel House with 9 points off the bench, Bird. Yeah. 9 points from that man. You know, Sufficient uh, points. It was a solid game altogether, man. Uh, P.J. Tucker with 5 points. Okay, now? Yeah, hey. Above <laughs> his average. I'll take it. Hey, hey, listen. I'm going to call out my man Greg, man. Because Greg always gives, always gives Tobias his flowers. You're right, uh, Greg. Tonight, you know, uh, most games, man, he's been, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I posted in Sixers 24-7. He is one of the most important Sixers because he plays both sides of the ball consistently. And he's gotten better with his catch and shoot game. You know, yeah. it was very, very impactful tonight. Very, very. Very impactful, man. And clean, clear, good shooting. No yeah, rattling. Most he must have practiced on that. The very most consistent sixer on the team. Most he definitely. gives you what he gives you most regularly. Definitely. You can count on it. Yeah. You can count on it. And that's you a know. plus, being our quote-unquote fourth option. You know what I mean? And um, Five wins in a row, man. Yeah. Five wins in a row. Yep. Uh, on, on a, a, a tough, a tough homestand with a few teams that people probably thought that we we couldn't get wins off of, but this team is gelling together, right in front of our faces, right in front of our faces, and you know, it's hard not to get excited as a Sixer fan right now at this moment. You know, five out of seven, uh, Smitty is saying. So we got two more. We got two more to go. You know. Yeah. We got two more to go. And, uh, it is very exciting simply because it was just a matter of gelling. It was a lot of people skeptical about how things was going to transpire as the season progressed. And I'm feeling confident about them, you know. I mean, working out the kinks. Right. And uh, right. like I said, it wasn't pretty, but it was fair. And uh, a good way to come back when, you know, a little bit of adversity was in our way and – they just came and did what they had to do. Definitely could have did some things better. I don't know what the oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, situation yeah. was, but it was, I mean, it was a tough, gritty game. They always play us tough. 
Siakam always get his. So I, it's hard. I can't complain. Here she come down the steps, Berg. She walking down here. You know, everybody knows around this time of the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we get a Flower W, lady. the flower lady is here. She just yes, handed it. Okay. Berg has a bouquet. Berg, who are who's your flowers going tonight for tonight's win? The very most obvious. I mean, I gotta give it to him, man. Tobias, man. He 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 was very sufficient. Yeah. And yeah, efficient. Yeah. Man, yeah. Like there's nothing really much you can say. Most definitely. Most he, definitely. He's, he's he's playing his role. He makes us a formidable component. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maxi yeah. come back. You got him beat hard and guys coming off the bench. That puts melting off the bench, man. We 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 got something to look forward to. Like everybody should have some sense of confidence. Most definitely. You no, know, with the constructive criticisms, which is totally warranted. But um overall, man, look, let's do this. Most definitely. Let's do this. Most definitely. My um my flowers would have to go to. I was stuck in between, but it would have to go to Mr. James Harden. Everybody looks for the gaudy stats, the triple doubles, and you know the, the the forty points, the thirty-five points, and all of that. This man controlled the game tonight, as far as his floor game. He had yes, a he nice floor game tonight, man. And you know, is it's love seeing him blossom as a point guard. And you know, he's not the James Harden that we grew up watching from the Houston yeah. Rockets. He's flourished into a facilitator, uh, a, exactly. a true point guard. And, you know, he's making me eat my words from about five, six games ago when I put out there in Sixers 24-7 that, you know, I don't think he's the point guard for this team. Why? Because he wasn't playing like it. It was a lot of dribble, dribble, dribble in between yeah. the legs. He had some possessions this game when he dribbled a lot. Huh? But he had some possessions this game when yes, he, he dribbled did. a lot. Yes, I mean, he did. When, you know, I yes, want that ball did. to rotate. And if I do got a complaint, it's the idle players while certain players got the ball. I don't even care if you plan on getting a touch. Just cut the baseline. You know what I'm saying? Well, let like, me ask you a question. Moving. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that's a, a player thing, like them deciding themselves to move? Or is that Doc? Does Doc has to put that flow into the offense? I, I, I don't think Doc is a good in-game adjuster, like okay. during a possession. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. I think these guys got a green light to do what they want to do. Certain players like Embiid, like Harden, you know, and it's just like just stand there. Like I said, you don't have to expect the pass, but just cut the baseline. Move. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, Frank. What's up, Frank? Frank, I'm in total belief that he's watching us because I called it. I called it pregame. I said Tobias was out with a back injury, but I don't think it was that serious. Y'all can watch it right. after we get off. I said he's going to get back to his high performance that he was on before he left out. Boom. Hit him over the head. Hit him over the head. Uh, excellent game by him, man. Excellent game by him, man. You don't see a lot of emotion by him, you know, but you saw that once he knocked down that triple that they uh, they waved away. <laughs> that yeah. was crazy. Refs uh, at it again. Yeah, yeah, but you saw the emotion from him, man. That was great to see. You you couldn't do nothing but smile as a Sixer fan. Yeah. Because Toby doesn't get rah-rah a lot. But and I want good. him to. I need him to. Yeah. I used yeah. to say I need somebody to punch this man in the face. Something to, to spark some kind of grittiness out of him. 
Yeah. And um, that play might epitomize what's to come. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's all good. Most definitely. Uh, stats that don't show up on, you know, paper is, you know, D'Anthony Melton's defense was solid tonight. You know, yeah. um, PJ, besides Seattle having 38 crazy points, which I hate his yeah. game. His game is just yeah. super awkward. He has no moves, and he just pushes people out of the way. Get work. But, it, but it works for him. <laughs> you look up at the stats against us. Yeah, yeah. And always yeah. against his best games is against us. We yeah. just can't defend him because if he is supposed to be quote unquote their center, I mean, we just don't, we can't defend him. PJ had a few nice possessions against him late in the game, you know, yeah. late in the game. But, you know, for the most when part, it mattered. yeah, for the most part, he was cooking it. And, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to him. You know, exactly. you tip your head off to individual performances like that. As long as we got the win, but uh, he is definitely clutch, Abdul. Super clutch. Where Jose Tobias quoted him post game. What he what he say, Timmy? Because we were we were on post game. <laughs> we we didn't What's get up, this. Timmy? I, I know Tobias watches the show. You know, hey yeah. Toby, you might just come sit up here post game, brother. Yeah, but uh, you know. Excellent game, man. Sixers on a now five-game winning streak. Five. Do you know the turnover over um, numbers? I do not have the numbers in front of me right now, but uh, I would imagine that we did pretty good as far as yeah. turning the ball over. We did pretty well. Um, you know, great game by us, man. Great game. You know, uh, Joel Embiid stays consistent on his leading – Oh wow! Oh wow! Did he really say that to me? Did Toby really say tell a friend to tell a friend I'm a sharpshooter? They should already know. It's been proven. He been proving it all along. That's too damn close. That's too damn close for him not to have watched our show. He he watches our show. He watches our sixteen turnovers, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty sloppy. Uh, a lot of that was towards towards the end. Um, Harden had a turnover that I didn't like. A uh, few of them actually, but uh, overall, man, solid man, solid team win. And as much as people shame him when we lose, as much as much as people throw dirt on his name when he lose when we lose, Doc Rivers has got his finger on the pulse of this team right now, man. And you know. You got to give your flowers to him when the team is playing like this. This was not the uh, L.A. Clippers we were playing tonight. This is a team that we'll see again in the playoffs. Yeah. This is a playoff-tested team we played tonight. And the team and, that always plays us tough, right? of who's out there. Right. And we do we, a good job of Van Vliet being in net. Like, he gets nothing against us. Well, he got like, nothing tonight. Yeah. He got nothing tonight. Most times we played him, his numbers is really, really normal. I ain't gonna lie though. Um, they had they had Thad Young on and beat for a lot of the portion of this game. Yeah. I did not like the fact that we weren't set up low in the post on right. Thad Young with MB. You know, Thad is skin and bones. He's a solid defender. Don't get me wrong. But MB with his back in the post on the block with Thad Young, automatic. So, you know, 
I want us to get better at identifying the matchup. And even if Dot's not calling for it, on our own, we got to set that right. up. That's what most of the, most of the, most of what they do is on their own. But what will get the get them be the ball in the post is ball movement and player movement. I mean, get him a post pass off of some ball rotation where the defense can't just like sit there and, and sit on top of them. Most definitely. And they they gotta see that. They gotta work on that. Hey, I, I was thinking that the night, RJ. I was thinking that in my head as he was cooking. Damn, why not throw Paul Reed out there? You know, after he had him in handcuffs last year for yeah. a good portion while he was in the game. But An you know, body. Doc Doc is stuck in his ways, man. Once he has something going, he's not switching off of it. Keith Sampson's in here, my brother. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, you know, he's not switching off of it. He has in his mind that Dreadman, Harold. Uh, should be the backup center right now, and you know what? Dreadman had one. He had one rebound, seven points. So of course you would like him to have some more rebounds, but seven points off the bench from your backup center, not bad. Would Paul Reed have been more serviceable on the defensive end? Could you have put them both out there together, being that Nyang wasn't having a good shooting game at all tonight? Maybe. Maybe, you know, you would like to see a little bit more adjustments uh, from your coach in game. You know, if something's yeah. not working, switch it out. You know, that's not your Doc Rivers. <laughs> that's yeah. not him. Yeah. yeah. And he got work to do. It ain't all just about the team and the players having work to do. He got work to do. And I hope he realized that he got to stop being stubborn with, you know, what I mean, stuck in his ways, like you said. He got to look at the film and adjust. And I don't think he does that. I really don't think he does that. A lot of our wins come from our own, you know, from the player's grit and toughness, not nothing that he implemented. And I've been saying that for the longest. He's not that hands-on coach. We Us winning doesn't make me so oh, Doc did great. I mean, specify. You can say Doc did great, but how? What did he do? I'm a big believer in you know, when he when the team's doing bad and we put the blame on Doc, he has to wear that. When the team's doing good, we're on a five-game win streak. I can't sit here and say he ain't had nothing to do with that. Listen to what I'm saying. It's more identifiable when we lose things that he could have did different. But when we win, it's, still, it's hard to identify how he actually played a role. I hear you. Because it's usually player heroics, and that's just basketball, period. I hear you. Phil Jackson wasn't winning for Chicago. That was late game Jordan heroics. Yeah. Golden State wasn't Steve Kerr with this great game plan and great, you know, in game adjustments. That players was win coach. games, Bert. Players Absolutely. win games. I get you. So, but coaches I mean, you know, put them in position to win games also. No, that's the, uh, that's not always the case, in my opinion. Put it them in now. It's not much play calling. It's not much, you know directing traffic from the bench he talks to his assistant coaches more than he talks to the players and then you got players that he don't even talk to at all he says nothing to harden and be during the game as far as offering some kind of you know direction ever he normally he normally lets his stars and this is from history he normally lets his stars figure things out uh, amongst the game you know it takes away from him being this you know he got a lot of wins but I mean, he's just, you know, he's just not that guy. 
Understood. In my opinion. Understood. I want to sh show some love to a few people in the chat right now. Uh, Streetza from YouTube saying House had nine tonight. We we, we touched on that. Um, yeah. We need that nine from House off the bench. You know, whenever he's in the game, I want to I want him to you know mark his territory on the game. I don't want you just out there. And he has some pretty good defense tonight. Yeah, I don't you need know. nine from him every night. Not every night, but when you're in the game, make your mark on the game. Defensively. Def yeah, defensively and make a shot or two. Make right. a shot or two, you know, because right. he's often open. He's often open. Uh, RJ is saying Pascal for elbows like he play <laughs> he played in the pen, <laughs> MBS. So, yeah. yeah, he do a lot. And, you know, I know quite a few of you caught him tonight. You know, with offensive fouls that wasn't being called by the ref. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Officiating in all of sports has been the worst lately. You know, so I mean, you got to find a way to work around. And I know this is always a female ref when the Sixers play. Out of eighty-two games, they got a female ref probably like sixty-five times a game. Well, that's not the case with all. Not to question their abilities or anything. One complaint I did have, and a lot of people ain't gonna like this, is oh god. You know who I'm talking about. These two, man. Y'all got to not be biased, but all right, perfect example. At one point in the game, Kate said, and Toronto is up seven instead of saying the Sixers is down seven. Like, what's your concern? Like, we got to listen to this. I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm, I pointed this out before, and I'll point it out again. Now, Say, Kate, Kate, Kate knows ball. Kate knows ball. I could clearly hear that when listening to her, but Kate is not from Philadelphia. She has no Philadelphia ties. And, you know, I think we've been spoiled with Zoom off and the mixes that would say things like we and are, you know, you don't get that in their vocabulary because these two aren't from here. They're not Philadelphia bred. Yeah. So, you know, I think we've just been spoiled over the years yeah but as a you know, fan you just i mean that's part of the game if you're gonna watch it you gotta hear it you yeah. understand what i'm saying and to say that she knows ball she's a good play-by-play -play announcer i yeah. never hear one x and o or something that they have to do strategically or nothing like you know what i'm saying like a doris burke doris burke knows the game of basketball yeah, yeah. He talks basketball, X's and O's. And I don't expect that from Kate, but going into the playoffs, you don't want to hear nothing about the other team. We a passionate bunch here, man. Come on, baby. Well, we to get on board. <laughs> going into the playoffs, I don't think we'll hear them at all, you know, because the national broadcasters would take yeah, yeah. over that. You know, so <laughs> it is it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. is. It's not that big of a deal. It's just everybody know Bird got a thing for Kate and you know, it's nothing oh, new, man. But you know, I respect them. the Harry Callises and stuff like that, man. They, they, man, they listen, they, they everybody you're naming, they don't talk like Sixers fans. Everybody you're naming is Hall of Famers, bro. We've been blessed. Like, I'm just explaining why we spoil you. That's like just, that we're spoiled, just like with the AIs and MB, you know. People hold Embiid to a, a a crazy, crazy ceiling as a, a a person and an athlete because the Hall of Famer that came from Philly that led the Sixers at one point. You're not. It's not going to be another AI. Joel Embiid got to be Joel Embiid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is still magnificent, man. This guy is a. 
he he wows me every game with you know his game. He's just is is very guard with his ability as well. But as it's, far it's as amazing. Who's our leader? Is it Harden? I'll say this to say, and, and and people people might you know look at this crazy. I think we're still developing a leader on this team, and who I think is going to come out of the pack as the leader on this team quietly, not rah rah. Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris. He's he's respected among his peers. He comes out and laces them up every day. He doesn't whine. He keeps his head down. And he grinds. And, you know, uh, you got different type of leaders. You got vocal leaders. And you have guys who, you know, come out consistently and do what they do. And it make it, it makes it hard for the next man not to go hard because he'll make them look bad. So he'll you indirectly know? be a leader. One yeah. thing that comes with a leader is a dictatorship. We need yeah. a dictatorship, a court do awareness. We? I think we do. The kind of turnovers and stuff we get and the bad possessions we have, we yeah. need a dictatorship. Somebody who talks basketball on yeah. the court, or on yeah. the court coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, Aunt, Aunt, Sims Hart, Aunt says Hart and is a leader. I say this say too as well, to Aunt, the leader. but uh, to younger players on the team. To younger players, he has more of a neck to pulling them to the side, uh, like he did Maxi, and he does with Thibel quite a few times. I've seen him, you know. But uh, as far as to his peers, like other vets, I don't really see him doing it. You know what I mean? I don't really see. Him I, doing I do it. kind of from I time do to kind time, of. from time to time. You know, and I'm from talking time about dorm possessions, not necessarily just like on the sideline. Yeah, just. Uh, you know, we don't get that watch your back. We don't get that, you know, you got to do this. He, I see him talking to Embiid tonight. I don't know what he was telling him, but it was kind of like directing him like, yo, you can't do that. Because that was the mm. possession when Embiid dribbled the whole possession and shot a turnaround jump shot. That, yeah. That's too individualized. Like, we are a team, man. Rotate the rock, man. Every possession counts. I think you're speaking of Harden, correct? Well, Embiid shot a turnaround jump shot after having the ball for like 14 seconds. Okay, and Harden came up to him and, and said something After, to him. Like, yeah, he said something to him. I was just hoping that that's what he was addressing. Like, come on, you, you, you just don't do that. Well, it could it could be with Harden. You know, Harden just got here, you know, halfway through last season. Right. So, you know, he's still trying to maybe find the right approach to talk to Embiid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, in that way that he would talk to Maxi. You know, they're right. different personalities. Yeah. So Max is a young boy, right? He's yeah. very, very young. So it's easier to, you know. And he listens more, man. You can see his exactly. ears and his eyes is wide open. He's he's open for, you know, that type of dialogue. Maybe yeah. MB takes a different type of communication and Harden has trying to figure that out, you know, because it's his team, too, at the same but time. He would have to embrace something, some kind of criticism. And he don't take criticism well, but. Even if it's constructive criticism, I don't think Embiid takes it well. He has to learn to embrace that, knowing that it's constructive. I think I think he actually does. It? I think he actually does. If you, it depends who's it's coming from. Uh, if if you could think back to when uh, Shaq was pooping on them all in the media on TNT, you yeah. know, all night you need to do and, and Barkley, you need to do this, you need to do that, big fella. You know, uh, he came out the next game, he played better, and he actually came out. And said, you know, they were right. Yeah. They were right. So 
Depends on who it's from. He has to respect the guy who's saying something. You know, you can't be the 12th man on the bench telling me I need to do this, this, and that. You know, who are you? If it makes sense. If it makes sense. And he respects it. You got to embrace anything that makes sense. My arch enemy can tell me to duck. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going duck. Facts, but you got to think about it. This is a younger generation we're talking about. Yeah. You know, they respect what they see. And, you know, you have to have been there before to tell them something. Right. You know what I mean? So even uh, in that case, it's hard. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. You know, I want to take this time, man, to give some flowers to my OG bird, man. Um, y'all may not know this on here, but you know, it's normally me, BG, Jen, Jose on here, you know, and um BG is overseas right now, you know. Uh shout out to the vets out there. So he's not able to get on here as much as you see. Plus, you know, we've had some illnesses on the team, man. Every time we call Bird, every time we call Bird to come through and chop it up with us, he slide right in. And, you know, this is not an easy thing we do up here. You know, it's very time-consuming. Uh, you know, what we do for you guys here in 6 24-7, YouTube, Twitch, you know, uh, Spotify. So I want to give the flowers to my OG right now, man. I appreciate you. We appreciate you for rocking out with us, bro. Hey, man, for thanks, real. man. For real, for Definitely real. Definitely welcome. Yeah. And um, I, I just love my, my squad, my Sixers fans. And more than anything, I want the Sixers to win a championship for the people who never got to get that feeling, man. I right. want them to feel that. I want them to feel that bad. Right. Because in 83, I was around. And right. I was about. I was on 52nd and Market. <laughs> Representing like you way know back, I want my young bucks to see a title. I want yeah. new fans to see a title. How it yeah. feel? It'll be forty years. If we don't get a title this season. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? That's a long time. Well, like, hopefully, soon I, come, big man. Yeah, okay. absolutely, soon come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got the Detroit Pistons next. Uh, then we have the LA Clippers next. After that, we have an opportunity. You know to run this table on his homestand. So yep. I, I want to take full advantage of this. Uh, we are at our time right now. So please, 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 please look up at the top. You will notice we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. We're on iHeartRadio, Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We depend on word of mouth advertisements. So we need people to do what, Bert? Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and tell them to tell their friends and then we all can be friends. No te vire. No, no, I ain't going to get in. I'll do it. That's Jose. <laughs> hey, hey, thanks for rocking out with us. Much hey, man, love. To all the viewers, y'all know man, the words. Thanks, y'all. Wepa. Sixers win.